Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What you're about to hear is a life-changing word from God through Pastor Steve Allen Sr. of Destiny Christian Center in Laplace, Louisiana. Enjoy the message and be blessed in the Lord. I know we've been dealing with things that keys to success in life. We talked about diligence and confidence um, tonight. Um, I want to deal with something that's very necessary if we're going to have success in life, and that is, and it's something I've dealt with in the past, you need order. If you're going to be successful in your life, you're going to have to have order. Action neighbor, is your life in order? <laughs> now, everybody, everybody look at somebody. Look at them in their eyes and ask, is your life in order? <laughs> Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse number 40. 1 Corinthians 14 and 40. There for me is scripture. Listen to what it says. Let all things be done decently and in order. The Amplified Version of the Bible says, but all things should be done with regard to decency and priority and in an orderly fashion. Uh, Bishop Tudor Bismarck said in one of his books, order is a principle and a universal law. Whatever, whenever or wherever order exists, God is able to bless. Uh, even in the judicial system, a judge cannot rule on someone's behalf unless there's order in the court. Order has to precede judgment. Now, the word order means the arrangement of people or things in relation to each other according to a particular sequence, pattern, or method. Um, and this lesson uh, is really designed to bring some order in our lives because God cannot bless where there is disorder. Tell somebody that, say, God can't bless where there's disorder. There are some things that we're praying about but we really don't need to be praying about some of these things. We just need to bring some order to them. Uh, I want you to see that God is a God of order and that order creates clarity. Organization is God's first principle of life. In other words, before God does anything, he organizes. Before God created man, he organized the world. Let's go back to Genesis to the beginning, Genesis 1. And uh, let's read verses 1 through 5. And then we'll skip down to verses 26 through 31. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God says, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Now go down to verses, verse number 26. And God says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let 
them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over, the, and all, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his, in his own image. In the image of God created he, male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every creeping thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree, and in, in the which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed to you, it shall be for meat. And every beast of the field, and every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it is so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now, on the seventh day, God rested. Now turn over to the second chapter of Genesis and look at verse number seven. It says, And the Lord formed man of the dust of the, of the ground and breathed into his nostril the breath, breath of life, and man became a living soul. Now, in Genesis 1 and 26, it says that God created man in his image. He created man a spirit. But it was not until Genesis 2 and 7 that he created man's body. You know, I've, I've heard people argue, oh, well, the Bible is wrong. He created man twice. He created man's spirit first because spirit is always before body. And then he created his body. Now, verse Eight says, and the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. So here we see God giving man a home. Look at his order. Look at verse number 15. And the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of, of Eden to dress it and to keep it. So after God gave him a home, he gave him a job. I want you to say this. God is the God of order. God is the God of order. What I'm trying to show you is sometimes we do things out of order and then we're trying to get peace, but you won't have peace if you start off in disorder. Are y'all with me here? Everything that God did, he had order. He created man a spirit, then he created man's body, then he gave man a home, and then he gave man a job. Now go to verse number 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman. Every man said, thank you, Jesus. And, and, and brought her unto the man. So now God creates a woman's body. Look at verses 24 and 25. Therefore, Shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be of one flesh and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. So after he created the woman, he then created marriage. The verses say that they became one flesh and they were both naked and they were not ashamed. So God then created sex. But he didn't create sex until he created marriage. 
He created marriage first. Somebody say he created marriage first. Look how y'all looking at me. Come on, say it again. Say he created marriage first. See, now, now, now you see why you have so much confusion. Uh, we have so much confusion in our lives because we're trying to have sex before we have marriage and we're trying to have a wife before we have a job and then we don't have a home to take her to so we bring her to mama's house. See, we got all kinds of confusion because we are out of order. We don't have things in the right order. Tell, tell somebody, we got to get things in order. God is a God of order. And if God is a God of order and we're made in his image, we should be people of order. Again, organization is God's first principle of life. Before God created man, he organized the world. Day one, he separated light from the darkness. Day two, he separated the waters. Day three, he created dry land and plant life. Day four, he created the sun, moon, and the stars. Day five, he created the fish and the birds. Day six, he created animal, animal life and man. God is very orderly, and God has a system. And if God has a system, you ought to have a system. Now, let me show you something else. In Genesis 1 and 26, God created man's spirit, and then in Genesis 2 and 7, he created man's body. So the spirit takes priority over the body. Are y'all with me here? So when you give more attention to your body than you do your spirit, you are going to have disorder in your life. Come on, say it with me again. Say, God is the God of order. Now, now, now here's, here's a question. How did God create order? How did he create order? He did it by designating places and purposes for everything he created. And this is the key for us to bring order into our lives. If we can designate places and purposes to all the different areas of our lives, then we can have order. Listen to this. A part of having order in your life is going to require that you give things and people a place. If you're going to have order in your life, you're going to have to give things and people a place. Things and people need a designated place in your life. I'll give you an example. Your mother and your father should not come before your spouse. Okay, okay, okay. That's, that's out of order. I, I, you know, and I know we, we live like that, uh, but that's out of order. Now, there's, there's another point, um, and that is order creates clarity. Clarity is the ability to think and see clearly. Clarity is the ability to focus on what I should be doing. Now, there are three major areas that I want to look at. Number one. Order, and I'm not going to be long at all, order creates role clarity. Number two, order creates mental clarity. And number three, order creates spiritual clarity. I see clearly what I should be doing. I can think clearly and I can manage my time 
where I've been distracted spiritually. So we need order. Now, I want to, I, I'm not going to read this, but I want you in your spare time, I want you to read the book of Exodus where Moses has led the children of Egypt, uh, the, the children of Israel out of Egypt, and they're in the wilderness. Now, Jethro, which is Moses' uh, father-in-law, heard about what God had done for Moses. And Jethro brings Moses' wife and his two sons to Midian to live with him for a while. Uh, but after a while, Jethro brought Moses' wife and his two sons back. And the Bible says in the 18th chapter of Exodus that they had a meeting where they fellowshiped and worshiped God. But the next day, Moses went back to work. And the Bible talks about how Jethro uh, got a chance to see all the stuff that Moses had been doing and doing for the people. And Jethro asked Moses, why are you doing all of this work by yourself? You are killing yourself and the people. Now, here's the great thing. Moses was doing something good, but his life was out of order. See, you can do good things and still be out of order. I see you can be doing something good, but still out of order. And Jethro gives him some counsel on how to get things in order. And if you read Exodus 18 and 19, Jethro basically says, Moses, when you get things in order, God will be with you. Now, when you read this story, you'll read about a man who had disorder in his life, but received some counsel, and he moved from a place of disorder to order. Now, let me hear you say this. Say, order creates clarity. When you have order in your life, you will have clarity. Order creates role clarity. Implementing order leads to personal and professional role clarity. Listen to this statement. When there's order, people will know what their responsibility is and what other folks' responsibilities are. Jethro gave Moses wisdom, and once he got wisdom, he entered into role clarity. Implementing order leads to personal and professional clarity. Now, when there's a lack of order, whether it's on the job, whether it's at home, whether it's in church, when there's a lack of order, folk experience role conflict. Like Moses, we end up doing things that other folks should be doing. See, when you don't have role clarity, you don't know how to designate. Show people how to do things. And another thing that happens when you don't have role clarity is you become overworked. How many, how many people here can really be honest and say you're overworked in some, some areas? And could that be because you don't have order in your life? Think about this. And then I'll use this as an example. How many of you, how many mothers here have teenage kids? Lift your hands. Don't, don't, don't be ashamed. Now, think about this. If we have mothers, and I'm not saying that this is the case for, for you. I'm just speaking in general. You got mothers who are working all day. They got to come home. Well, before they go to work, they got to make up beds. They got to wash dishes. They're taking out the garbage. And these Grown children are playing PlayStation. Mama, you need me to move my feet? 
<laughs> you need to get this. You need to get this spot right here, Mama. I don't know, I don't know, and I don't, I don't want the uh, young folk to get mad with me, but you've been mad, mad with me before. What happened to chores? I, I don't, I'm just asking, what, what, happened, what happened to chores? We were, I had, I, I had a designated place to, to be at the, I, there were certain things I had to do. One week I had to wash the dishes. One week I had to take out the trash. One week I had to, I had to vacuum. What I mean, we had chores. What happened to chores? Look how y'all looking at me. I don't understand it. These grown, healthy people. And you working, you got to work a job. You got to feed them. You got to clothe them. But you don't teach them how to have responsibility. That's out of order. I used to hate washing dishes. I used to, my little fingers used to look like raisins. I hated it, but I had to do it. My mother said, I'm not going to work all day and then come home and wash dishes. Okay. Yeah, folk right now that's sick because they don't have role clarity. No, the lack of order can lead to physical ailments. You got grandmothers that are sick because they're trying to take care of kids that their children should be taking care of. And you got to get to the, I, look, I got the grandchild now. I can talk about this. I, got, I love, I absolutely love my grandbaby. I love her. Man, I, I, told her, yeah, I told her the other day, I was, uh, the, the day, on my birthday last Friday, I was holding her, I said, I love you, and she just bust out, started laughing. I said, oh, and then she turned up and looked at me in my eyes. I said, how much you want, baby? What you want? What you want? Love her. But she ain't my responsibility. Ah, look at I love her. Do everything I can for her. But the bottom line is, Steve the second is her father. And Sima is her mother. And I am not going to stand in the way of them doing their job. I got some role clarity. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to have some, some order. You got some, you got some grandmothers, man, that's killing themselves with these little babies. They done raised, they done raised these folk, and now they got to raise another set of babies. And, 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 the, and the, the, the parents are just dropping them off and going on with their life like they don't have children. Grandma can't, can't move around. Come here, come here. Little baby having his way in the house. And grandma's struggling in the house with the baby, and mama out there dropping. No, oh, okay, all right. All right, all right, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Take another area that uh, there's a lack of real clarity in, and it affects it, and that's family. Think, think about Moses again. Now, his wife and his 
sons have been gone with Jethro for a while. They come home. And what does Moses do the next day? They've been gone. His family's been gone. They come home and they spend a little day together. Next day, he's gone. He went back to work. There's a lot of family conflict because of a lack of role clarity. See, once his wife and children came back into the picture, he couldn't work the same way. See, if you don't have order in your life, then you won't have clarity of your role. See, men, what we have to understand is that we're not just workers, but we're fathers and husbands. See, a lot of you are doing other things with the time that you ought to be spending with your family. Not even a grunt right there, boy. I ain't get a, I ain't. Listen, we've got to make sure that we have things in order as it relates to priorities in our lives. Because it, especially men, we're talking about family, you've got to have some order with this stuff, man. You've got to have some priorities. Amen. My wife comes first. My family comes first. Charity begins at home. And then it spreads abroad. I got to look. If I have hobbies, I got to make sure that home is straight. Then I have my hobbies. Uh, I'm I got rid of uh, my motorcycle the week my mother passed because my mom really wasn't crazy about me riding the bike. She didn't say much about it, but she wasn't crazy about it. So the week she passed, I got rid of my bike, got rid of my motorcycle. Um, Around December, my mama's been going to heaven about a year and a half, December, I started hearing those pipes again. (laughs) And I realized that I made an emotional decision. So I have another bike coming. It'll be here tomorrow. (laughs) I said, on Friday, I'm going to get on that bike and as soon as the sun comes up, I'm gonna be I'm gonna ride until the sun get ready to go back down. <laughs> I had made plans, and I said that in front of my wife. She didn't say nothing to me, but when I walked out, she told Brittany. <laughs> so your daddy's gonna go riding on the bike. All day on Friday, on look on Good Friday. <laughs> what we do on Good Friday? I didn't know we we. But because she made that statement, I'm not riding my bike on Friday because I have priorities. Now I'm gonna ride it on Saturday. <laughs> I'm gonna ride it on Saturday. I'm riding Saturday. <laughs> I'll give you Good Friday. Friday comes before Saturday. So I'm, get, I'm, I'm doing what's right. Uh, anyway, uh, secondly, 
Order creates mental clarity. In the same way that your schedule can get cluttered, your mind can get cluttered. You can be thinking about too much stuff. And implementing order leads to peace and good decision making. Your stress level is directly related to order or disorder in your life. If you're stressed out, there's a good possibility that you have disorder in your life. When there's order in your life, you're going to have peace. And then, thirdly, order creates spiritual clarity. Implementing order leads to time management and balance. I'm a husband to Marilyn. I'm a father to Brittany and Steve. I'm a grandfather to Inslee. I'm a pastor to DCC. And I'm a child of God. So I have to have balance in my relationship with God, my relationship with my family, and my relationship with Destiny Christian Center. I have to have balance. You know, because if I don't have balance, my whole life can get out of disorder. A lot of pastors end up messing up their families because they don't have order in their lives. They give, they give the, the church all of their time. All of the time. And first, the, I mean, and the poor wife never gets any time. I can't do that. I can't be here trying to make sure that your marriage is together and mine is falling apart. I've got to make sure that I have order in my life. I have to have order in my life to have balance. So I can't fill my calendar so much that I don't have time for my family. I don't have time. For, let, let me just tell you this. Let me tell you this. Don't get so hungry for money that you don't have time for God. See, because let me, one thing we have to understand is that everything that looks like a blessing, not necessarily a blessing. If, 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 if this thing is taking all of your time away from you, from God, that, that ain't God. You think God's going to bless you with something to take you away from him? I mean, all of your time. You don't have no time for God. You have no time for church service. You have no time to hear the words. You don't have to, you're so tired, you, 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 you can't even pray. You're so tired, you can't even read your word. That ain't right. Mary and Martha was in the house with Jesus. And I think it was Mary that was complaining. No, it was Martha that was complaining. Mary was served. Mary was sitting at the, seat of, at the feet of Jesus, and Martha was cleaning the house. And Martha went to complain to Jesus about Mary not helping with the house chores. And Jesus says, Martha, Martha, Mary has chosen the good thing. This thing, see, what she has chosen is going to be with her eternally. What you're doing is just, you got plenty of time to clean the house. You, see, see, what you don't want to do is you don't want to make time for everything else and don't have time to sit at the feet of Jesus. You know, I, I say this quite often, even as it relates to uh, myself, 
if I'm not careful, I can find myself studying so much to get information out that I don't put anything in. So I, even with that, I've got to have I've got to have balance. See, I can't I can't just feed, but I've got to eat. There's times that, that I you know there's times that I just sit down and just go listen to my spiritual father or listen to uh, my mentor. Bottom line is, make sure that you have time to develop your relationships and make sure that you have order with those relationships. Even listen. I love to see you here every time the door's open. Love to see you here. Every, listen, I have some people that, that make all three services on Sunday. I'm preaching the same sermon. Uh, but, <laughs> but you know, they all come out different. But I, there's some people that, 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 that make all three services every time the church door's open. That's wonderful. That's awesome. But let me tell you something. Don't do that to the point where you don't take care of your family. I tell, I, I, like even the, the uh, nurses uh, gill here, I, when they were first starting to work uh, in the nurses gill, I said, now listen, I don't want you coming here serving water to pastor and you ain't serving water to your husband. That's out, that's out of order. Coming to our path to pastor. Pastor ain't paying your bill. You, you want some water, Pastor? You want you having water? Or you having juice today, Pastor? And poor husband can't get, can't even get a meal at the house. That ain't right. And then he come to church. Then he gonna come to church. See you giving me water. And he's sitting there getting mad at me because I'm like, man, look, look, God, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that, that's out of order. That's out of order. Tell somebody that's out of order. It's out of order for, for the brethren to be around here opening the door for first lady and letting the door slam in their wife's face. It's out of order. <laughs> hey, first lady, hey, you need, let me help you down. Let me help you, first lady. Then your wife, oh, come on, come on, girl, come on, get on, get on, get on. Get on. <laughs> that's my wife. Oh, that's, that's, my, that's my wife. Yeah, take care of your wife. I don't mind. I don't mind you helping them, but make sure you're helping at home. It, we have to have order in our, and let me tell you something. This is so necessary. This is so necessary. And, and if you're not careful, see, the enemy will come in, and he'll, he'll get you all out of order in your life. And see, God can't bless where there's disorder. A lot of people are backing up now from, think, uh, from things that, uh, that relate to the kingdom. And they're getting their lives out of order. They're focused on one thing. They've gotten so focused on this little temporary stuff here on this earth that they've forgotten about the eternal things. See, there's, there's, there's a great life after this that I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to. This is, this is not all there is. There's more. And see, you want to make sure that you're not so focused on this temporary stuff that you...
don't focus on that which is eternal. Let's get some, let's get some. Oh, tell, tell your neighbor, we're going to get our lives in order. Come on, let's stand, let's stand. Did that help anybody? Think about, think about this, and, 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 and I promise I'm closing. Think about you starting your day off. Think about how you would get things accomplished if you had order. How, how often have you started the day off and had a lot of things you needed to do, and because you didn't have order, you didn't get anything done? And you wasted a whole day because you didn't have any kind of priorities. You didn't have, that, write it down. Check it off. I completed this. I completed that. There's nothing wrong with that. You'll get a lot more accomplished if you can just get things in order. But you're grabbing at this, you're grabbing at that, you're grabbing at this, you're grabbing at that, and you end up with nothing. You end up with a, a day wasted. How often have women started to clean the house? You're washing the dishes. Then you think about, oh, I didn't vacuum. So you leave the dishes undone, you start vacuuming. Phone rings and you get distracted. And then when you get off the phone, you start cleaning the windows. Then you say, oh, I need to get some lunch. So you stop cleaning the windows and you start washing clothes. <laughs> you leave him there and you start something else. And you know what? You have a whole day wasted and you have completed nothing. Because you don't have order. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We honor you and we praise you. Thank you for your word. Uh, we're not just hearers, but we're doers of your word. Thank you now, God, for loving us enough to tell us the truth. Tonight, we've learned that you will bless where there's order. We confess that we can't do anything without you. We thank you because you didn't leave us alone. You left us the Holy Spirit to help us, to remind us, to bring things to our remembrance, to teach us, to lead us, to guide us. Thank you now, Holy Spirit. We welcome your leadership, your guidance, your teaching. Help us to get our lives in order. I pray now, God, for every person in here. I claim everybody for your kingdom. I pray for those that have been at a distance from you. I thank you for them drawing close and near to you. I pray now, God, for those that you've spoken to and you've said to them that this is their set place. This is the place that they are to be planted. They're going to grow and be fruitful. I pray that they would be obedient to your will for their lives. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we'll be careful to give you all the praise. All the glory and all the honor goes to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope the word you've just heard has blessed you. If you'd like to order other messages or series, please go online to destinychristian.org or call 985-653-9006. Thank you for being a part of this ministry. Destiny Christian Center. Destiny demands diligence, so never quit. God bless you.